Guys, uh, I know we're about to record, but really quick, at the very beginning, should we do like a hotline disclaimer for for what graphic, you know, content? Or, you know, uh, oh, because of what Iron Claw is. Oh like, yeah, because Re- of what happens yeah. in Iron Claw. Right, wrestling right. is fucked up, dude. Yeah, right. This should- episode contains wrestling. This what? If you've ever been a wrestler or trying to quit wrestling, please contact. No, it's not about wrestling addiction. It's more so about you know like the. The the tombstone, the cold stone oh, stunner, like a you've stone cold. Whip it when you do the people's no, suplex. This is not wrestling related. It's more so about self harm. Well, yeah, they, they do. Hurt, yeah, they, they did like, like cut the their yeah their their forehead not, a little it's bit. It's not about blading. I mean, well, it t- kind of is about blading, but the vampire. But like, I am not picking up what you're putting yeah. down. It's, Let's just do the episode. I don't care. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies, family. What the fuck is up, dude? This week on There Are Too Many Movies, we're going to talk about the Iron Claw. But before we talk about that, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. My name's Chris Collins. Josh the Josh Rodriguez, Film School University. I'm Alex, even harder rock Wilson. So like your hard rock Collins. And then there's like a pinch harmonic there at the end. There you go. Nice. Yeah, that's how hard nice. rock you are, dude. Yeah. Alex, I'm glad you took a break from digging tunnels in Brooklyn to come join us <laughs> on the podcast. You know, I, you do what you can to improve the community, and yeah. that's all you can do. I love that video where it's like they found like, the tunnels. What's the difference between him and Elon Musk, really? Yeah. They're building digging tunnels. tunnels. They're just trying to solve traffic. Dude, I imagine like they heard the tunnels. Can you tell I'm lost? I don't. What do you. Have you not heard about this, dude? No. Oh. Holy no. shit. Oh. They caught a bunch of Hasidic Jews building tunnels underneath what? Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. The fucking Jew killer from Inglorious Bastards went to a, an apartment in Brooklyn and was like, they're under the floorboards, aren't they? <laughs> dude, like, there's. There's like Dark Knight Rises style. And there's receipts going back like two years, people on Twitter being like, I hear Hasidic Jews under my apartment. And then and everybody's like, You're like, crazy. Yeah. And then he quoted that tweet like this year and just be like, everyone owes me an apology. <laughs> That's the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. What? Yeah, and then like they got caught and they're like fighting cops. They're like, get out of our tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. What the fuck are they doing? That's good on them. It's free. <laughs> good on them. It's free real estate. <laughs> <laughs> free? <laughs> All right. Anyways. Anyways, check movies. it out. Check out that. Cool to know. <laughs> I, I, th- I didn't know that. I thought you were. I thought you got the bit. Right no, away. I was yeah, like, we were talking about it in supplements a little were bit. We? Yeah. By the way, uh. speaking of supplements, five bucks a month on Patreon will get you access to a bonus episode a week, a bonus episode a month, access to the Discord, a bunch of other bonus BTS content. It's really about the week, extra weekly bonus episode, and I it's gotta really say, it's really funny. It's the the last one we did, one of the funniest things we've ever done, and the one we just recorded, also funny. We're always improving. It's not necessarily... Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's always better than this. If yeah. you think this sucks, give us some money and it'll be better. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we save the best shit for the Patreon, actually. <laughs> this is facts. This is true. All the best shit that we've ever done. We're talking about movies. Who cares about fucking movies? If you like this shit, you like that. How's that work? It's yeah. like that, but we're not talking about the shit that you want to hear. <laughs> yeah, we're just like... Yeah, it's just not movies. It's just... We're just like hanging out. Just riffing and goofing, dude. Hanging out... <laughs> 
Yeah, like that 70s show. Yeah. It's the that 70s show podcast. Exactly. All right. Yeah, five mucks a month. Check us out. Oh, shit. We're almost halfway to the 70s. You ever think about that? You ever considered that? Halfway to the 70s? Yeah, we're like, well, we're past... 27. We're almost close, yeah. Mm, that's, okay, sure. When I thought about it, it made when sense. You, when <laughs> you say halfway... <clears throat> so oh, you... R- because <laughs> <laughs> it's 2046 would be... <laughs> now this is Alex being a chameleon. Live on the podcast. <laughs> the neck extension. And the eyes going in. <laughs> do the fucking holdovers. All right. Um, let's talk about fucking movies. Yeah, let's do it. Who um, wants to go first? Watch list, baby. What you been watching, Chris? Watch all these do. I bet you got a long ass list. This my bet. He doesn't work. All he does is watch <laughs> he doesn't, movies. Doesn't work. Doesn't have a job. Doesn't hang out. Yeah. He, he complains about doing the podcast and he watches movies. That's what he fucking does all day, every day. Yep. Hey, dude, what'd you watch? Um, Was it Ant Man? God damn, let me try and catch it. It better here. be Ant Man. No, I didn't watch Ant Man. I took that directly to movie training. What company. the fuck? What the fuck do you mean? What that the was fuck? a gift. Yeah. That's a fucked up. Funny man. gift. Thanks for the three cents I'll get. Uh, movie training company. It's fine. I traded in the engine kid to half price books, and they were like, we can't take this. <laughs> <laughs> you, tra- you tried to trade that in? No, I did. You did? Yeah. How much did you get for it? I don't even. I think you know. They're like, this like, is a million dollars. Yeah, you know what's like, funny? This is they the rarest VHS. It's it's really annoying because they don't give you an itemized receipt. They're like, you oh, ninety books, uh, twenty bucks. Oh, how does that sound? They you don't know, like, itemize it. No, they don't. They're just like, this is what you get. You sign here and go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's weird. So you don't know how much they gave you? No, it had to be a penny. I don't know why you didn't keep that. You have a VHS player That's and a love good the subject matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Oh. Um, it's really fun. Yeah. It's way better than I thought it would be. Agreed. A lot of fan service. and You mentioned a lot of side-scrolling scenes, right? You know what I'm realizing right now that we already talked about? I was going to say. Fuck it. Kind of. Mo- moving on. To Catch a Killer. I told you about this one, dude. You did. Which Let's one is this? Go. I think I might have seen this, but I can't remember. This is with our girl, dude, from oh, okay. of Ferrari fame, of Divergent fame, of Shailene Woodley. Yep, fame. It's a detective thriller. With, it's a banger with Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn, who is good in this. He's good. I don't like him that much. Really? You, really? I don't know why. It's just one of those things where I, I don't have a reason, and that's that. It's like Jason Sudeikis, where it's like I just can't yeah. stand him, and I'm sorry. I'm I, I'm back <laughs> on the you. Jason Sudeikis train. I, I like him now. He's That's a great what's... straight man. He's not the he's not the goofy funny guy. He's like a perfect. straight I man. I just didn't like him as the hot guy in Horrible Bosses. That's what soured him for is me it, too. Is he, was, been he so played long. he played the fucking hot womanizer. Like he sh- it should have been played by Ryan Reynolds or something. Yes, or uh, like, and I'm not saying yes. Like, he's, he's so hot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying he's the most handsome guy, but it's like it's the handsome guy. Uh, a template, and he played him, and I was like, I don't get. Yeah, like this, this. guy's got a dad bod. Why is he the womanizer? Yeah, that, that was bullshit. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, to catch killer. killer was solid, really uh, solid, right? Great. Yeah, three, uh, three and a half. You know, three and a half out of five. I agree totally, and I liked the the intro. I liked the concept of the movie and like where where it begins and where you need to follow the rest of it. It's like a nice thriller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a nice thriller. It's a nice thriller. I had a yeah. pleasant time. It, yeah. it, really solid, though. Very. I, it, conceptually, it was new, too. It yeah. wasn't <clears> just like, we found some bodies and we got to get to the bottom of it. It was a unique um, 
case, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, so check it out. It's on Amazon. Really enjoyed that one. And Shailene Woodley, dude. Yeah, it's shot well, too. Very moody. She's Love very that moody. shit. Yeah. You got, like, a horny mid-sentence there. You're like, Shailene Woodley, dude. <laughs> Adjust. <laughs> She's neat. To make room for my hard piece. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This podcast sucks. Um, Terrible. <laughs> uh, hard-boiled. John Woo. Oh, is fucks. Yeah. Um, this movie is obscene. It never stops exploding. Like, everything is made out of fucking fireworks. So, a John Woo film. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so John Woo. But, dude, (laughs) this is John Woo, like, this, I think this is what made him famous. More like like John Woo, this is a cool movie, you (laughs) know what I mean? Yeah, you said it. You said it, Ric Flair. You you nailed it, dude. Uh, Dude, but this is just unapologetically, like, the most unhinged action you've ever seen. Like, they never stop shooting and blowing shit up. Like, the amount of pyrotechnics, like, it's an entire fireworks factory exploding in every scene. That's cool. It's insane and over the top, and uh, it was so fun. Michael Bay-esque? Dude, way my, crazier. They, way more insane, but it does have that fucking sparkler explosion yeah. shit I love happening. that shit, yeah. Dude. yeah, Yeah. It's also it's, how I like my eggs and my, and my detectives. Sparkled? Hard-boiled. Hard-boiled. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sparkled. You go to a Denny's, just like, yeah, how would you like your eggs? Sparkled. They're like, can like, you get the fuck out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they throw a chair to your head immediately. <laughs> That's some Waffle House shit. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Part of the Waffle House interview is they have you fight them. Oh, yeah. You yeah. have to so defend you yourself. Yeah. yeah. I love that they have shooting sleeves for some reason. What? Waffle House. Shooting sleeves? Like in basketball, you know. That oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You never seen those? It's like the little, it's like the the bands or like the, it's like the basketball athletic sleeves. You know what I mean? That basketball players wear. Okay. You guys have ever watched basketball ever? Genuinely, no. I just don't pay attention. Yeah. I've seen, I know of the sport. I remember the 2004 finals. But yeah. like people that work at Waffle House have those. It's like they're about to shoot threes in the parking parking lot. After. Weird. If you said a baseball pitcher sleeve, I would have been a lot more on board. Mm-hmm. That would have made more sense. Sorry. If you had sent hockey helmets, I'd have been on board. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't name more wider sports for you guys. Yeah. Baseball and hockey. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fucking pickleball, all right? Yeah. <laughs> they, they come out with... Oh, you're talking about a lacrosse sleeve. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Dude. Oh, yeah, water polo. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Dude, when I saw uh, American Pie, I thought lacrosse was a sport they invented for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> I never heard of it before yeah. that movie either. That's, oh. that's true. Um, last thing I'll mention is a animated series on Max called Scavenger's Reign. I haven't started this, but it looks dope. You told Bro, us about this, dude. Right? If you like Annihilation, if you like sci-fi, it's it's basically some people are on a foreign planet and the planet is just insane, and it's just constantly creative. Well, like what what are the you said the vibes already, but like what's it what's it about exactly? Um, basically, uh, a scavenger group in space crash lands on a foreign planet, and it's just this insane mutating planet that they don't understand, and they have Fuck to survive. Yeah. Like it's a, it's every single shot is a mystery unraveling in front of you. It seems like the it's most so, like the most ripe plot for just creativity and dude, yeah. It, I think it's just a. It, exactly that where it's like they just are trying to think like what's this gonna do and like they walk up to something that's like a flower they touch it and then like three minutes of things happen of creativity of just like what the fuck is going on like it's just every everything they encounter is interesting as fuck, fuck yeah so check that out 10 episodes 20 each 20 minutes each fucking th- 
flew through that shit. Good. Very good. I've only found it because on Letterboxd, uh, at the end of 2023, I was trying to figure out all the best shit, sorted it by top rated, and it was way up there. I was like, why haven't I heard of this? Yeah. No one's talking about it. I didn't know that I can see. You talked about it. Yeah. yeah, no one's talking about that I can see, but it's one of the most top rated things on Letterboxd from shit. 2023. So <clears throat> check Any that shit out. Nameable um, filmmakers or not that I know actors, of. voice actors, anything like that? It's still in limbo as far as getting a season two as well, but um, I don't know. Direct- oh. Directed by Joseph Bennett, Charles Hootner. Okay. I have no fucking clue. So a bunch of who cares motherfuckers? Pretty a bunch much. Of hoot nanny, you could say. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you see that uh, Tokyo Vice season two was announced? Let's go, dude. Let's fucking go. Now I can finish season one. <laughs> is he going to be, uh, is the main guy going to be in it? Yeah. He got kind of canceled. Ansel Elgort. Right? He got kind of canceled, right? Or like it, cancel dude. Elgort. God is ass. God is ass. They write themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy, you guys. Oh, fucking God. Yeah, yeah, he's still in it. Good. What, I don't, what, I don't know what do you get canceled for? No idea. He's underage stuff. He's a baby. Nope. Well, you never know. Can't say that. Epstein list. He's too young for that. He would have been on the island. Yeah. He would have been like one of the, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. one you know. <laughs> one of the, you know. <laughs> one of the children. One of you, the, the, you know, <laughs> children. You know. <laughs> He's on the other Epstein you list. You know, the victim. <laughs> the, I'll probably edit this out, but did you hear about what Stephen Hawkey would do on Epstein Island? No. He would make me do math. What? Yeah, he put That's equations. The funniest thing possible. He put equations high on a math board and made them jump for it. That's not the worst. Thing that can't. I heard that, that and I was like, that can't be fucking real. It is. That's what I heard. Surely you could do that on the mainland. I mean, you don't need to go there for that. What the? F- he was doing more than that. Yeah, probably. Oh yeah. He's like, haha. Now suck me off. <laughs> yeah. Well, he can't yeah, feel anything. Feel, yeah. He can't feel anything. Thought his dick worked. Nah. It, even if it works, he can't feel it. Imagine the pain. <laughs> I guess I'll just figure out the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the pain. You figure out. Yeah. That's how. That, that's the one thing stopping us from discovering our the cocks. universe is our penises. Yeah. yeah, yeah as yeah. soon as that's taken out of the equation, you can write the theory of everything. <laughs> that's why Marie Curie was like, hey, guys, have you heard of these x-rays? And they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without my dick, I'd become one of the aliens in Prometheus, dude. The, fuck- <laughs> oh, the fucking Hansa Swindler guy. Yeah. Yeah. The architects. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to chop off my dick and write a brief history of time, too. Yeah. <laughs> Two. The sequel. <laughs> the uh, Bible, too. Yeah. A briefly longer history. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's, uh, yeah, by the way, it's not really brief. It's a really thick ass book. Yeah, get your shit together. I tried asshole. to read it in high school and I was like, I'm fucking Brief dumb. my ass. Yeah. That's it for me. That's it? I mean, there's you other, said that so incredible. There's other shit, but like, uh, let's move on. Who cares? Wow, wow. Fine, reptile. I rewatched that. It's a banger. I rewatched Talk to Me. Also a banger. Um, All right, dude. Get it. I rewatched right, Prisoners. I rewrap it. Yeah, you're taking up a lot of fucking up. time here. You fucking word salad. Yappity, yappity, yappity. What are you doing? Well, that was the light. <laughs> all right they're giving me the link <laughs> you go ahead or i'll go i'll go you're not fucking ready uh eyes without a face this is a 1960s uh black and white horror joint but you hate black and white movies i love black and white movies what do you mean oh it's just, never mind it's just blacks my bad. <laughs> god damn it uh a surgeon goes through great lengths to give his daughter a brand new face his dis- disfigured daughter a brand new face uh, it's one of those like it's it's obviously fucking old as shit, but it's referenced a lot in a lot of uh, uh, newer horror. 
Uh, definitely a vibe. Check it out, dude. Uh, just a really solid old movie. Not one that I would like rewatch on uh, more than one occasion, <laughs> but uh, glad you watched it though. Yeah, glad I watched it. It's it's a solid like Criterion Collection classic. You know what I mean? One of those. Uh, it's just very vibey. Then um, after the holdovers, I kind of delved into Alexander Payne and like his projects. We've already talked about Election Sideways is a fucking banger. Love that movie. And then I found this his first directorial uh, uh, feature was uh, about Schmidt, starring Jack Nicholson. I remember this like the poster and shit, like seeing it outside movie theaters. Right? Yeah, like I remember but the I trailer. Never saw it. Yeah, I remember the trailer. All of this. Um, <clears throat> I expected a lot more from this movie. Uh, pretty mid. More pretty like mid. about shit, dude. I, I was going to say about mid. Ah, uh, shit. Schmid. Schmid. Yeah, about uh, Schmid. About Schmid. About Schmid. Um, it, it's all right. I would skip it. Just just watch Sideways and The Holdovers, and I think you're good to go. I want to rewatch Sideways ever since yes. Holdovers came out. So fucking good. I haven't seen it since I was little. Really? Yeah, I was pretty young when I saw it, and I still thought it was really good. You're like, I'm going to try wine now. Yeah. My Dude, <laughs> I saw it in theaters whenever, whenever it came out. Yeah. That was the last time. I, I mean, until recently, that was the last time I saw it. My parents were obsessed with that movie. Really? It's and great. They, and, and they showed me it, or, or I watched it when they watched it at home or something, and I was like, wow, cinema. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, it's about a sad guy, and yeah. then not a uh, you know yeah about fucking transformers or whatever you're yeah. into. You're like exactly. talking about it at recess with like a Spider-Man cigarette, like you know, <laughs> think about sideways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. not drinking fucking Merlot, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, uh, really fucking good movie, but sh- about Schmid, skip it. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, and then I decided to rewatch Lady Bird 2017. Hell yeah. Uh, I didn't like this movie when I first watched it, when it first came out in 2017. Uh, I was like, okay, I don't get all the hype. I don't get all the hoopla. Uh, but I've kind of turned around on it, man. It's actually like a really solid joint. It's Greta Gerwig, uh, directing Saoirse Ronan. Uh, what's her name is in it from bottom. Allison Janney. Probably. No, the, the, the mom, one of the. The sister from Roseanne, she's in oh, it. Oh, okay, yep. And then also uh, Jonah Hill's sister, which I'm, I'm usually pretty good with that. Beanie name. Feldstein. Beanie Feldstein, thank you. Uh, the most Jewish name of all time. And uh, Timothee Chalamet is in it. Uh, <clears throat> it really, really solid movie. And I, I think uh, just, I, I missed out the first time. I, I don't know why I didn't like it very much. It's but a great coming-of-age movie. It really is. It really is. I really love solid. that line at the cafe. She's like, oh, I'm... I wasn't flirting with you. Sorry. And he's like, kind of wish you had. Yeah. And it's just like this pause. Right. Lucas Dude. Hedges is really great. Oh, so good. He's a vibe, man. One of my favorite scenes, besides the car scene, is the scene where she's like, the mom is just guilt tripping the fuck out of her. Like, you know how hard it was to raise all of those things I sacrificed, blah, blah. And she just pulls out a notepad. She was like, tell me how much I owe you. And I'll get the money and pay you. And so I can never talk to you again. Tell me an exact amount. It seems like hard. the screenplay was just like, fuck you, mom. Yeah, basically. Fucking fuck you, mom. Dumping my trauma <laughs> yeah. into a screenplay. But I love it that the third act is her actually moving and missing home desperately. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's very much a, a great coming-of-age movie. Mm-hmm. And v- very much in the same vein as uh, Francis Ha, which I fucking loved. Yeah. Uh, so definitely check it out. It's it's actually really good. Um, I also rewatched The Lighthouse. I actually rewatched yeah. it this morning at like 5 in the morning, dude. I just woke up early. I fell asleep early as shit last night. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. You, you we were, you're like, like, what's how we doing the pod? And immediately hit deep rem. <laughs> <You're> like, 
<laughs> with the phone still holding the phone. It was, it was 9 like, o'clock. What time are we getting to... <laughs> <laughs> We're like, did he die? So I woke up at like 4.45 and decided to watch The Lighthouse. Okay. A, That's a perfect time to watch it, I would it say. Was it, fucking, is, yeah. it was a vibe, dude. Yeah. I was vibing hard with The Lighthouse. <laughs> Carly walks out into the living room and it's just Robert Pattinson like, ah! Yeah. Feeding ah, yeah. yeah. the shit out of a seagull. You're like, good yeah. morning. I wake her up like, you fond of me, lobster. <laughs> yeah. You're fond of me, lobster. Me, lobster. Uh, the Lighthouse is a fucking vibe, Fuck dude. Yeah. I, I still haven't rewatched it. Oh, it's so fucking good. I gotta good. do it. Like, I Did lo- you get the 4K version? No, I, I want to s- get the special edition that they have at EA24. Is that 4K? That's 4K. Okay. Oh, oh it's so fucking good, dude. I gotta, I gotta rewatch it because, I don't know, It, it uh, I liked it in theaters, but it didn't catch me at the right time. I get you. I think if I rewatch it in the mood for something, knowing what it is now and revisiting it, I'll like it more. Wake up at five o'clock and watch it. Dude. There you go. <laughs> Set an alarm for four forty five AM. Yeah. Go to bed at nine PM. Like an adult like, on a Friday night. Uh, yeah. 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 Rocked, yeah. Get rocked yeah. to sleep by your wife. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and go to bed and wake up at five AM and watch a dark ass A twenty four film. It was great. I fucking love it. It was it, it's a vibe. Definitely check it out. Uh last on my list is All of Us Strangers. And I brought it up on Top Shit uh as a chris it's a big chris collins joint um due to the gay sex and dancing racism and, and uh rave scenes uh not no racism oh it. my bad all right uh but really fucking good uh, directed by andrew high starring andrew scott of fleabag fame he's fucking great and then paul mescal who i've never seen before but i know he was in uh that a24 movie last year that or the two years ago now Bones God, and all. what is no? What is it called? Boy something or no? Fuck, boy crazy. Fuck. Where God he's, damn! He's like a dad about it's a very good movie, and I totally forgot about a father or something. Yeah. Beautiful boy. Beautiful boy. Peanut butter falcon. Da- I'm, I'm a dad, and this is sad. Alexa, what are some Paul Mescal movies? It's called Sad Dad. <laughs> Based on current showtimes. I couldn't find any movies playing near Moscow right. today. Moscow? <laughs> That's exactly what I was asking. I'm on a list now. Alexa, what are movies starring Paul Mescal? After Sun. After Sun. Here are a few movies playing okay. near Dallas today. All right, stop it. Anyone but you. Mean Girls. The Color Purple. Alexa, stop. And The Beekeeper. Speaking of if Mean Girls. If you'd like to hear more, ask me No, I would not. More. Alexa, stop. stop. Jesus Christ. In the other room, like, I'm sorry, did you say something? Speaking of Mean Girls, did you see that uh, Twitter video of somebody in theaters watching the new Mean Girls? Oh, God. And the entire audience didn't know that it was a musical? No. So as soon as she starts singing for the first time, the entire audience goes, aww. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking... Um, I did Chris, see that. Uh, Alexa, stop playing music it's for like whatever massage reason. massage therapy music, yeah. Yeah. Is that Here Comes the Sun? Yeah. Yeah, you can't say that. <laughs> Paternal atmosphere is like fuck yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite episode. Here comes the come. Bing bing bing. My Sergeant Pecker. <laughs> uh, anyways, all of us strangers: Andrew uh, Scott, Paul Mescal, Jamie Bell, and Claire Foy uh, are fucking amazing in this movie. This is a truly an, an incredible movie. Uh, this could have gone. I th- man, it's hard to argue. It's hard to fuck everything up, but this could have been in my top ten last year. Very easily. Which one was it again? All of the strangers? All of the strangers. Fuck. It's a fucking vibe. It's in theaters right now, so go check it out. I will. It's really, really, really good. Um, and I like the concept. It's something that I've never seen before. Very sad. And uh I don't want to spoil anything. Please just check it out. Claire Foy is beautiful 
and perfect and heartbreaking and just everything in this movie. Check out All of the Strangers. That's it for me. Sounds good. All right. Very Go good. ahead. Uh, pretty Picture, Fucked Up Life, or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, dude! Hey, man, fuck you for, for letting me know of this thing's existence. This is one of the most fucked up things ever, dude. It's fucked up, man. Uh, yeah, it's you've already talked about it at length. No, but. tell the people about it. So, a gr- uh, all right. So Every podcast is someone's first podcast, so you got to explain what happened. This is a very short docuseries, I think three episodes, or maybe it's a movie. It's one movie. It's, it's a movie. Um, <laughs> I, well, I watched another docuseries that's on my list. Um, a woman makes a documentary about how her grandfather is basically the patriarchal of their family and molested and all of his children and grandchildren and he's doing just fine and it's in fucking sane so, yeah so basically it's is it made by the daughter yes oh, okay the, the, the granddaughter of him so yeah. she made a film stuck a camera in his face on, on his deathbed and was like hey why'd you do all that stuff and yep yeah and the cra- the craziest thing well not the cra- the the craziest thing <laughs> but the one of the craziest things is that he's like so what so fucking what, dude? They tempted me. Yeah, it's their fault. They shouldn't have been so sexy at that age. <laughs> He's literally like, dude, it's nuts. Yeah, Josh texted me and was like, hey, Chris, please watch this <laughs> so we can all talk about it. And I was yeah. like, not really my cup of tea is what I said. And obviously, that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't and Chris it. was lying. He was a liar. <laughs> and he watched it in secret, but shook his head the whole time. <laughs> this was a Chris Collins joint. If you will. <laughs> he did that to the TV. A, bi- a big Chris Collins joint. Yeah, yeah no, there's something right that. up your alley, dude. Fuck that shit. Oh. Yeah, those are my two favorite things. The <laughs> gay rave <laughs> movies and incestual <laughs> molestation <laughs> documentaries. Big Chris Collins joint. Top five of 2023. <laughs> Whatever's gay and really fucked up. Chris Flowers <laughs> in the Attic Collins. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's a fuck. That's some fucked up shit. That, uh, Why are you into that, Chris? Jeez, <laughs> what the frick, buddy? Guy that's brought it up three times <laughs> on this podcast. The heck, man. The heck is up with this fucking guy, Chris? This guy watching Lighthouse at five a.m. and then <laughs> body cam followed by yeah. incestual molestation documentary, and then saving footage of crashes from his own personal. <laughs> action. <laughs> he's like, you guys have got to look at this. And he's like, you guys are really fucked up. You guys are fucked up, dude. Yeah. Fucked up shit. Um, yeah, pretty awful, right? Yeah, it's it's awful. Um, it's it's worth watching just to s- the pure audacity of this guy to be like, "What's everyone coming at me for? What the heck?" And what's crazy to me is that her mom gets upset with her. Yes, halfway through the documentary, and it's like, dude, Whoa. her mom gaslights her like at a certain point, and she's like, you know, you just have to let go of some of your anger, and she's like, "You're the reason." I'm angry, and she's like, "He's got to let go of that, I, dude." I'd, I'd, I'd be murderous. I would murder my family. I'm gonna kill my family. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is another uh, HBO or Max uh, Max uh, docu series, "The Curious Case of Natalia Grace." Have you heard of this? Yes, have, dude. Okay, I'm just gonna set it up the way it's presented in the show. A very, very well-to-do family adopts a young girl. The young girl ends up being unhinged, or at least the family says. They like say, a horror movie. Right. Uh, to give you an idea of the type of stuff the family is saying, uh, Orphan came out the year before they adopted this young girl. 
So they say, uh, you know, she she says she's gonna she wakes up and grabs knives at the kitchen, stands at our bedside, tells him tells us she's gonna kill us. She throws our son's toys in the street so that he'll run into traffic. Blah blah blah. Turns out, obviously, the whole family is completely full of shit and made it all up. And the young girl is just. Uh, she's just a very young orphan that they adopted from Ukraine who ends up being a dwarf, a little person, and they ruin the living fuck out of her life for no reason and have her, like, they sequester her in her own apartment at the age of, like, eight years old, living by herself on the grounds of, oh, she's crazy, she's trying to kill us. When she's not, they adopted her. and j- Dude, it is wild as goddamn shit the dad of this family is he's a fucking psychopath he's maybe one of the most reprehensible human beings i have ever seen on film like and he keeps doing interviews yeah he dude he's so obsessed with being the center of attention he's like his histrionics and fucking just insanity and he is so dramatic and just a piece of fucking shit. Yeah. He, he hires, he's overdoing he's it. He's completely overdoing it. He hires this absolute bulldog of an attorney to, to bully the shit out of his adopted daughter whose life he ruined. And it's the, the whole thing about it is like, you just feel so bad for this young girl. I got a question for both of you. Yeah. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> do why you do you mean, why dude? do you watch this shit? I like stories. <laughs> I like yeah. human stories. What, yeah. what can you say? <laughs> I like true human stories of traumatic and terrible things happening dude. in the real world. Isn't it dark enough? Isn't it dark enough, dude? <laughs> Says the guy that screams at night. <laughs> exactly. This, this is vomit wh- dreams where he's paralyzed. <laughs> Those are back, by the way. Oh, no. I had one last night. No. I was asleep. Okay. Well, we won't go into it. I woke up screaming help. Up. <laughs> I woke up screaming the help. The rats, they're eating my face. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. Uh, no, it was one of those real. It's the Jews in the tunnels again. <laughs> <laughs> the Jews are coming. <laughs> I hear them under the floorboards. <laughs> They're like what? They're like nothing. What? Something I read in the news. That's what. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they no. I I woke. Okay. Well, woke up. I was in my dream. I was awake next next to the person I was sleeping with, and I was like, they were right there looking at me, and I couldn't breathe. And I was saying, help, help, and I couldn't say it. I was like, help, help me, help me. And I was like getting up, and I was like pantomiming. I was choking, and then I woke up like. <gasps> I and she's that. just and she's just in deep REM. I do that, <laughs> but because of sleep apnea. Yeah, dude. Because, <laughs> dude, I wake up folded like a pretzel. <laughs> wake up in the most insane like fucking circus positions. And I'm like, <gasps> I I do that because I had cereal before bed. <laughs> your trachea is like got a film. Like a- <laughs> is it like bubbling lactose yeah. at the top of your throat? <laughs> Help me! Lighthouse. Ding. Yeah. Put on light. I'm like, oh shit, I still have cinnamon toast crap. <laughs> All right. Ah, it's soggy. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. This is why I don't watch these things you guys watch. Because your enough. life is haunting enough. Yeah. yeah. I have enough whores in my life. <laughs> All right. Uh,. It's not really a movie, but I want to bring up that I did uh, finish Alan Wake 2. I know we both played that. That is cinema. That is a cinematic experience. Yeah. There is filmed 
moments. It got annoying towards the end. Old cutscenes, but whatever. If I had to watch another cutscene where he was like, I, I was losing my shit. I get you. The musical level fucked hard, though, I will say that. Yeah, that was really... Okay, I didn't like it because I was already in a bad mood because I, he kept on waking up at this talk show. Okay. Spoilers, who gives a fuck? It, you, spoilers for Alan Wake is like saying there's a spoiler for a David Lynch movie. It doesn't Kinda. fucking matter. Yeah. It's, it's It gets all schizophrenic towards the end. But uh, it he woke up and all, what's going on? Where am I? Like, dude, you're in the fucking nightmare world. Get used to it. <laughs> Get Just, used to it, I'm buddy. I'm sorry, but it, like, at a certain point, like I loved the whole first half of the game. Tell that you, to the next time you wake up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the nightmare world, buddy. Yeah. It seems so regal. <laughs> That's what sucks about those night terrors is they take place where I'm sleeping. Why the fuck do they? Why does my Put brain? Put me in b- the Bahamas or something with a night terror. Yeah. Right, brain? Put me on the island. <laughs> <laughs> doing math. The, the, I was talking about the Bahamas, not the <laughs> doing, doing math. <laughs> not the other island. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, after hours by. Are, why am I in this tunnel? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry. All right. Uh, After Hours by Marty Scorsese. Uh, this is a fun, fun time. Very short for a Scorsese film, I feel. Very short. Uh, also relatively early, uh, 83, I think. Would you call it a dark comedy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's, for sure. That's the vibe that I got yeah. for. Um, it's insane. Uh, uh, it's, okay, so a guy, he, he's like a word processor at some company. It doesn't really matter. Uh, he's, the entire movie takes place after work in one night. After hours, you could say. <laughs> um, he goes to meet a girl at her apartment who he met at a restaurant through sheer happenstance, like a meet-cute type thing. And then the entire world goes completely fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty neat. Uh, I would say it's worth watching. It's, it's a good time. Catherine O'Hara, dude. She's great. Uh, she's great in everything, but she's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, who's the main guy? fucking actress. Yeah. Who's the main guy in this movie? I, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. I've seen him in other things. He's, uh, I, I don't know his name, but he's been in a few things. Okay. He's, he's, he's in the great. 80s more so. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, it's a good time. Watch it. It's a Criterion special. Um, and then next up, I was watching a YouTube channel called Book Pills. It's a guy who's uh, doing his updated top 15 sci-fi novels of all time. He you got- need to go on this show, dude. You need to go on this YouTube channel. You you have a pretty you know successful podcast, so why not you feature on the book club? You know, reach yeah. out to him. He's just like one guy in a field of cows, but yeah. Oh, I thought this is the book reviewer guy. Oh, no, it's Daniel Green. Oh, not no, bad. He's great, too. Uh, so, Book Pilled, he's doing his top 15 uh, updated sci-fi novels of all time. He got to number one, which is called Roadside Picnic. Uh, and then I started a movie uh, last night or the night before, and during the title credits, it said, Adapted from Roadside Picnic. Crazy happenstance. Both happened the same day. And the movie is Stalker by Tarkovsky. Ooh. Um, I've heard about this my entire life. Me, and too. Never got to watch it until now. Um, this is a very, very weird movie that you have to be in the right mood to watch because it's, when I describe it, it's going to sound like I didn't like it. Um, I loved it. I did love it. Um, it's, it seems like something I wouldn't love to begin with. Uh, but it is, so it's a really, really slow movie. Um, it's a Tarkovsky movie. To Tarkovsky. Be fair. It's the only one I've seen by him so far. Um, I do want to watch Solaris in the mirror. Solaris is very fucking slow, but good. Yeah. Uh, so this is basically a place called The Zone opens up in Russia where the laws of physics don't work the way they do outside the zone and you can go somewhere and start back where you began even though you're not really there and everything's topsy-turvy and crazy and shit. 
Um, so there are these people called stalkers who are basically tour guides through the zone. And there's only uh, three characters, really, throughout the film. It's Stalker, the main character, the writer, and the professor, which I already love how they're just called that in the movie. Yeah. Um, he guides them through it, and the goal of him guiding them through it is to get to a place in the zone called The Room, which supposedly grants happiness to whoever gets there. Um, just like anything Russian, it's insanely fucking philosophical russian. and they fucking well it is russian uh they it consists really of them like walking for a while and then they get tired and talk for like 30 minutes and then they walk some more and then they talk for 30 minutes it's like if dostoevsky wrote lord of the rings kind of oh, it's shit. it's so slow and talky but the concepts and dialogue and everything are just fucking crazy good it's also i'll say visually like top three most beautiful things i've ever seen damn damn um, as well it's gorgeous uh it's what year did this come out 79 um it is like i said you got to be in the right mood to watch it because it is very very slow it just struck me in the right mood uh, either of y'all can borrow it i feel like chrissy would love this i would yeah. based on that concept alone love just like a wormhole in physics sort of i'd like to borrow yeah. first Okay, yeah, give it to Josh real quick. Nope. Hey, he asked. If you can take it from my hands, then you can borrow it, dude. If you can pry it from these fucking... Fuck! How the Damn, fuck did you do that? strong as shit. I'm just strong. He's an athlete. Yeah. I have mana. He's got the mana. <laughs> mana. Damn it. Yeah, uh, so Stalker uh, fucks. But it's, all, it's really weird. It's intentionally, like, crazy obtuse. Um... Just watch it and see for yourself. It's one of those movies where, like, you watch it and then you know you'll come back to it with different thoughts the next time. Hell yeah. It's very cool. Also, a physical media minute. It is. Speaking of physical media minute, didn't you have something? <laughs> I got something, but this is this is more so a gift. Okay, do you want me to do my physical media minute first? Yeah, you go ahead. All right, guys, this one is a grail. I've been looking Ooh. at this for multiple years. Oh, shit. Buckle the fuck up, boys. Let's see it. Via eBay. Oh shit! I got yo baby Dracula coffin box set. That's that's fucking hard. VHS coffin box set, a UK release. Fucking, it's a coffin and it's Dracula. It looks like a coffin. So (laughs) so it's like a coffin. Is it a VHS? VHS. Yo, with the The red red VHS with the pick of destiny at the bottom. Yeah, it's got the fucking Skyrim logo in the bottom, dude. Dude, it, a red VHS tape. Oh. And then the book underneath that. No. Fucking A, dude. We Look open the sucker shit. yet? Yo. Oof. Yeah, it's a PAL VHS tape. So <laughs> oh, dude, this is a Region B VHS tape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it literally won't work. But I, I like have... how you said PAL VHS tape. Like That's it's, what it is. Yes, oh, it's, it's a VHS tape. Huh? It's going to work. No, it's not. It's a different analog signal. Are you serious? Yeah. That's fucking stupid. No, that's real. Uh, we're NTSC, Dude, though, pal. By it. the same author, the layer of the white worm. I'll show you the layer of the white worm right here. <laughs> that's a crazy-ass movie, too. Have you seen that? No. You would fucking love that movie. Okay. The layer of the white worm. Yeah. Dracula. But yeah, here. I'll put it Dracula. All, I'll put it all back in you guys' game. Here. But yeah, fucking... So, I mean, I already have this VHS. In like seven other editions. I have three you other. have a screener uh, a sc- of this VHS. You I, want to tell the people? Yeah, I've got, a, I've got 
the widescreen, I've got the director's cut, and then I've got a screener VHS that's an all white with just the black Dracula logo on it. I found it like a like a, a VHS swap. And whose screener is it? Gary Oldman's. What? I mean, Gary, I don't know if it's his, but it's written on the box in Sharpie. So I'm like, well, I don't know why someone just wrote Gary Oldman. On it. <laughs> like, it's who, I, I write who stars in every movie on my movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so, how I quick categorize my films. That's my fucking. By Gary's. <laughs> it's, it's just another guy named Gary Oldman. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking. That is one of my most prized possessions. Yeah, that's now. fucking. That's sick fucking shit. sick. I love the back so yeah. much too. Yeah. Also, one of my favorite movies. I have it like I have like five editions of it. The 4K Steelbook. Might need to revisit that one for uh, next spooky season. Ooh, oh yeah. yeah, we totally should. Dude, the fucking armor. The fucking. It just blood had its anniversary armor. too. Yeah. God damn. Francis Ford Coppola, baby. The coffin VHS box. Let's fucking go. Chris thinks it's better than The Godfather. He said it. It's arguably a spiritual successor to The Godfather. I enjoyed this movie more than The Godfather. Godfather's a great film, but this is more my vibe. I Part one or I two. Understand. Is it better? I than... like this more than The Godfather in general. Whoa! Wow! They're good movies. That's clearly, Duh. clearly, uh, pig but, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this Dracula two thousand. All those are better than Queen of the Darned. Yeah. <laughs> Every vampire, you're like, dude, Hotel Transylvania is better than <laughs> dude, the Godfather. Van Helsing is better than Godfather. Dude, Van Helsing slaps. <laughs> to this day, I feel like. It's, I, it's the weirdest, like, that's it's a true cowpunk movie, I would say. I, <laughs> I will also say, not necessarily Vampire, but Constantine, you guys need to rewatch that. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. I haven't seen it Do you since have it, it came out. No. It's, uh, on, it's on Mac, so. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's my I, I try not to fucking so. stream shit, but. Okay. It's so easy when it's right there. <laughs> it's right there. It's right there. All right, it's a physical media minute. Um, boys, we got a <laughs> gift. Oh, shit, really? We got gifts. Plural. Gifts? So, uh, a couple weeks ago, I wore a shirt on the on the podcast uh, from one of those internet brands that you find, or you know, Instagram brands or whatever. Okay. I was wearing a movie shirt for uh, the movie Cape Fear. Oh, yeah. The fucking artist... That made the shirt got sent the clip, and he's like, "Dude, they're wearing your fucking Cape Fear shirt." Fuck yeah, he reached out and was like, "Holy fucking shit! Thank you for wearing my shit." Let's go. And he shouts to him and Deja Vu Studios on Instagram. Check them out. Sent us some fucking movie t-shirts. Yo. Let's go, dude. He was. This is he, why we started the podcast. This is actually <laughs> to the get true free reason. movie shirts. <laughs> so he, he said that he saw our clip, he loved it, and then he spent. He said an hour going through all of our clips and like, dude, you guys oh, are yeah. fucking great. What a guy. love your shit. And like, he that's when he reached out to be like, hey, can can I send you guys some some cool shit? He's like, anyway, so these are all mine, but I just wanted to show you. Guys. <laughs> I just wanted to show you guys what's up. Okay, you send them back as soon as you look at them. Yeah. All right. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Oh, no, he put mine. us into the fucking sunken place on the iPad again. Christopher Collins. Okay. Do you want me to go ahead? Wait. You go ahead. This okay. is mine. Okay. Oh, well, I want that one. Alexander, this I'll, is yours. Why is mine unwrapped? I'll go first. The fountain. No. So the, the, <laughs> note, the note says, hey, Josh, love the page and what you guys are doing. Caught myself on the page for easily an hour. Great insights, funny, and my type of humor, and a great consistency. Hope you all have a great end of the year and uh, only wish more success for you guys in 2024. Also, go Cowboys. So, shouts to Ryan for Deja Vu Studios. On a handwritten note, the fucking dude. Civil War era correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Deja Vu Studios, yeah, thank dude. you. Chris, All go right. ahead. Maury's Wig Shop. Let's go, dude. 
from fucking Goodfellas, dude. Oh, from fucking Goodfellas. Fuck I, yeah. I love the obscure references. Dude, like that's that. sick. Oh, yeah, the fucking asshole who's like, where's my money? That's fucking Alex, awesome. Alex, you go ahead. All right. Yo, another Cape Fierce. Let's fucking go. Vengeance is mine. Hell yeah. That's a fucking sick that's Cape That's hard shirt. as shit. Truth, justice. This looks like the uh, Great Gatsby book cover, the mass market one. Oh, that's fucking sick. The Exorcist. Let's go, Yo, dude. Let's fucking go all the way, dude. <laughs> Let's go all the way. Let's go brother. all of the way. This is Reagan. Deliver her from evil. And then, the oh, oh, no way. Spooky, scary man on the back, That's dude. Perfect. Got, oh. the, got the fucking, oh. oh. He's got the, oh. Got the, oh. oh. Got the, oh, on the back. So, shouts to Deja Vu Studios for sending us this incredible package. Dude, thank you so much, Deja Thank Vu. you. Shop Deja Vu Studios. Link in, shouts to Ryan. Links in the description. Link in the description. Thank you very much for, for doing that. It's incredibly it's awesome. kind and so fucking cool to see someone out there making some cool movie shit because we all love movies and movies are neat. He also has a new Whiplash t-shirt out, dude. It's fucking hard as shit. I didn't buy it because I'm like, Chris is going to want to buy this. We should all come tribute you should look that at it. shirt and then do a giveaway for that come tributed shirt. Yeah, great idea. Wait. Because it's like a giveaway. All right. Now on, only on Patreon. You get it. I got it. Thank you. Oh, I agree with oh, him. Oh, we got it. Thank you. Shout out to Ryan. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan. <laughs> I sent him some shirts and they came on them. <laughs> We're Weirdest, like, Go Cowboys! <laughs> Weirdest promotion ever. That's awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Deja Vu. That's yeah, awesome. thank you. All right. Did you Shut like that shirt? Yeah, it's fucking sick. You like it? Yeah, I love it. All right, no, now we're all edit this out. We're I off the record. Love we're off the record. Right, right. What do you really think of this? This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my fucking life, dude. A shirt? A shirt? I can get that at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no, I like it. Of course. A <laughs> shirt with, hard a, with a movie on it from my favorite directors? <laughs> yeah. All right. I like actually, the Morty's I, Wig Shop one. That's, that's pretty awesome. good. Yeah, that one's fucking that's sick. Too. It's a cool, like, if you know, if you, you know. If you know, you know. I, those are my favorite types. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to get Christina to watch Cape Fear with me for a couple weeks now, so maybe this will, like, Now you can her. wear the shirt around her until you Ooh. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Day 345 of wearing the shirt. <laughs> All right. Um, all over it. Can we take a break? You want to take a break? <laughs> sure. Quick commercial break. I guess you do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's just a joke. We'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> the cold ass stare just shot me on sight. The fuck? You shot me with your eyeballs, dude. What the fuck? You got that desert eagle in your eyes. Uh-huh. That desert eagle. What's the Ow. Leave the door open. Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear what you've done. Pee on the rim. Yeah. Like a margarita of piss. (laughs) He just pees in the bowl, (laughs) in the back. In the tank. In the tank. I flush and it's yellow coming. I'm like, what the fuck? He pisses in the tub. It just gets more yellow. He he plugs up the tub, pisses in it, and then when he leaves, I lick it up. That's a movie reference. It's a reference. It's a reference to the movie Saltburn. I wonder if anyone's ever done a silent podcast. Like a silent movie? Oh, like they say something and then a card comes up with what they said? No, they just go, hey, welcome to the silent podcast. (laughs) What the fuck are you looking at? What the fuck are you looking at? (laughs) 
<laughs> when you get back. What's your fucking problem, man? What <laughs> the fuck are you looking at? Just come around the corner. What the fuck are you looking at? Uh, uh. I would love to enter a party and say that. <laughs> Immediately we're, we're hostile. Knock on the door, ring the doorbell, and then when everyone looks to see who comes in, what the fuck is everyone looking at? Dude, there is... Okay. I, <laughs> flash a gun. I, I, at one of my jobs, this uh, I walked around the corner into the kitchen to where... Uh, please remove this because I'm such an asshole in this story. Or don't. Whatever. Uh, I came around the corner f- to the kitchen after doing a bunch of prep work to bring like ingredients to the line or whatever. And uh, this new guy just turned and looked at me the whole time I was like putting stuff up. It, it was like six or seven minutes. He was just looking at me and I was like, do you have a fucking problem, man? This is like the first thing I said to him. And then like he was like, the hell? And then like... Uh, I talked to someone else and I was like, you, have you met that new guy? That's and they were like, yeah, he's like mega autistic. Oh. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oops. So I killed him. <laughs> You're like, only one of us can be here. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, like... Yeah, if you didn't know... Yeah. He would be the asshole in that story. Like, Do we have a... F- yeah, like what? <laughs> Not helping, just staring at you. Yeah. Like, no, I'm clocked in. <laughs> just staring at you. Yeah. Let's get into the Iron Claw. The Iron Claw. Iron. That's how you say it. Wrestling movie, guys. Yeah. There are no bad wrestling movies, I've determined. I've only seen the two, but I agree. Ready to Rumble. Haven't seen it. The Wrestler. Love it. Fighting with My Family. Never seen it. Iron Claw. Air Bud Wrestles. Fuck yeah. That's a good one, yeah. That's a goaded movie. Dude, they give him a fucking people's elbow in that movie. He doesn't even have elbows. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Fucking just airbutt off the top rope, dude. And then, dude, that tragic ending when he gets hip dysplasia. Yeah, yeah. Golden retrievers are prone to it. Yeah. Um, there are no bad wrestling movies I've determined, and uh, this is uh, just proving my fucking point because this is a really good movie. Arguable. You didn't like it? No, I loved it. I'm just saying oh. you could argue it. You could argue that this is not a good movie. That yeah. that's true. Yeah. But uh, directed by Sean Durkin of. The Nest fame. Do you remember this fucking movie? No. Yeah. This was on my top shit that year. It was the Jude Law, um, I am bad at money movie, where it's like Jude Law. Carrie okay, Coon. Okay, Carrie okay. Coon. Great actress. Good fucking actress. Um, and their family are in a mansion. He's manipulative. Remember yeah. that? Vaguely. That was a great dance scene. Fucking excellent dance scene. Excellent movie. Yep. And Sean Durkin is back. With uh, the Iron Claw. He's Durkin as Gherkin. <laughs> He's Durkin as Gherkin. Durkin Donuts. Um, <laughs> d- yeah, dude. He fucking killed it with this. Zach Efron uh, was good. Okay, so the opening is one of my favorite shots in a wrestling movie period. It's just like the downward angle looking up as uh, Holt McCallan- McCann- McCannley? McCallany? I don't, I don't know how to say his name. Anyways, the dude from uh, Mindhunter. Tench. Bill Tench. He's just fucking booting some motherfucker in the head for five straight minutes, Dude. it looks like. Mm-hmm. And then he gives him the fucking iron claw. It's all in black and white. Shot on film. This is shot on 35. Uh, just like, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm in it, dude. Uh, and I'm a big wrestling fan, so this, it was just, there's no way I'm not going to like this movie. Mm-hmm. Shot on film, cinematic. It's also just shit. a great fucking movie. Like, it really is. I'm yeah. not like the biggest wrestling fan. I know a few things. I knew yeah. about the Von Erichs going into it. Right. But this movie on its own with no outside information is fucking great. Yeah, you don't have to be a wrestling yeah. fan to go into like this. No, and, and I don't... Did you guys know that the Von Erichs were like a Dallas-based 
family? I didn't know they're from Dallas. Only because of the hype around this movie did okay. I learn did I learn that? Sure. I didn't know. And then they had the world premiere here in Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to A twenty four, the Texas Theater for doing that. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. But no, I, I didn't. I only had like peripheral knowledge where it's like, oh, I know of that family. But I don't know the story. Like, I knew there was, like, a famous Dallas family full of tragedy, like, f- wrestling family, but I don't even know the story. I think, like, Vice did a documentary. And yeah, stuff. yeah, The Dark Side of Wrestling. That was one of their episodes. Yeah, yeah I think I, like, yeah, just, just vague knowledge. Just surface-level yeah. knowledge of it. But I wanted not to know. When exactly. I went, as soon as I knew it was a true story, I was like, okay, I don't want to know, because then I'm not just going to be waiting for the true story to happen. Yeah, you're waiting for those to be fulfilled. Yeah, and, all that. and I, it's not even the full story the, mo- the movie is, but... I looked that up as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, There's a whole other brother, right? A whole other brother they didn't address. And uh, date one of David's uh, children died, too. And they, they didn't bring him up either. <sighs> it's just a family shit. filled with, with tragedy and the, the Von Eric curse, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, really solid movie. And I remember seeing it at the Texas Theater. I saw it like in the far back rows of the auditorium. So like the... It wasn't the best screening, mm-hmm. but the the vibe was there with the audience, and all, obviously all the stars were there. Mm-hmm. Fucking Zac Efron and uh, Jeremy Allen White and Kevin Von Erich himself was there at the. Wow, the really? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. amazing. Yeah, he there. He was there to intro the film, and uh, they did like the little Q and A afterwards. I How thought, was that Q and A? Talk about that. I mean, it, it was great, it, and not necessarily Q and A, but more <laughs> so just like exiting, you know, like exiting comments and just. Uh, yeah kind of summing up their experience working on the movie and not necessarily taking questions from from the audience. No. You didn't go up there and you're like... More of an A. Where do uh, you get your ideas from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't go up there and ask. But they, it's the they, single greatest question you could ever ask. Yeah. They did a round of applause and, you know, like a, a bow, but uh, okay. uh, it was really cool to see Kevin Von Erich up there. That's really doing cool. His yeah. thing. I saw that clip where he did... He went to, like... I don't know if it was WWE, <laughs> but he went to some it was, uh, televised... No, that's... Um, uh, AEW. AEW. Yeah. Jesus. He did the Iron Claw to a guy and the crowd went fucking crazy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I saw one thing about the movie. Basically, he got the blessing from Kevin Von Erich that Sean Durkin did. And his one thing was just make sh- sure you show that I loved my brothers. Yeah. That's all he that said. Was, that was his only note of criticism uh, before he even started making the movie. Because the director had worked on a project previously that had to do with like a true story and real people and living people. And whenever he presented it to them, they're like, oh, this is wrong, that's wrong. And they were essentially fucking up the movie and he never mm. ended up making it. Mm. So whenever he went into the writing of this one, which took about like seven years of research and everything, um, and only 36 <laughs> days to shoot the goddamn God movie. God damn. Yeah. Uh, but he was like, I want to do this with on the outside as much as possible. And then when the movie's finished, I'll reach out to, to Kevin, which is, which is what he did. And he was a huge fan of the Von Erichs to begin with. He's a huge wrestling fan, period. And you can see that in this movie. Yeah. It's, 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 it is about wrestling, but it's really about the family. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I'm shit piece of shit fucker dad. Dude. Holy <laughs> shit. Shit fucker dad. The movie yeah. starts and he's like, all right, listen, you're my favorite. You're my <laughs> yeah. second favorite. You're my third favorite. But, you know, fight it out because you can fight for the top ranks. Right. Yeah, the ratings what can f- always change. Yeah. What a fucking yeah. asshole. Well, some parents do that. You What's know? his name? Fitz Von Eric, right? Fritz. Fritz. Fitz the Fool. Putting, he was putting on the Fritz, dude. <laughs> dude, another thing they left out of the movie is Fritz Von Eric had, in his wrestling career, one of his personas was a Nazi sympathizer. What? His, he, I didn't know that. His the ultimate heel. The ultimate heel. He came out drenched in a Nazi flag. Everything. Oh fuck. Yeah. 
He pivoted later. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is like in the 70s. He was like, yeah, I'm going to be a big villain. And he cosplayed a Nazi. Oh, shit. They left Yeesh. that out of the movie. Yeah, makes sense. Less it sympathetic. Because it argue. makes sense, yeah. <laughs> because it's er- later in his career, right? Fritz von Erich? Or earlier in his career, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, it yeah. is early in the career. And it's not necessarily about him wrestling. They just show it in the first like 10 seconds yeah. of the movie. I mean, yeah, you do get like, the sense immediately he is a heel. Like, Chris is like, yeah, I'm doing a bit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made all this up. No, no it, that's actually true. He he was a Nazi in, like well, character, I mean, and he did the Iron Claw. If you look at wrestling, it is the, at least wrestling back then in the 80s, that is the most, like surface level evil guy because they didn't have weeks and months to you know curate a fucking story that you're gonna remember for all it's like no this guy's foreign so fuck that guy you know what i mean the iron sheik you know what i mean like they're at war with iran iraq all of this all of these things and uh yeah of course like they're gonna boo that guy dude yeah this is before it became like a soap opera in a wrestling arabia i mean huh saudi arabia i mean instead of iraq uh but this is before wrestling became like a basically a soap opera like reality tv show yeah i mean it was always fighting dramatic and yeah because it's it's, you're only there in that moment and you may not go back the next week you may you know months from now so they have to put bad guy good guy right there in front of you in the moment it's it's like old school comics where they catch you up on everything before in panel one and then they're like it's all wrapped up by the end of this like well you know what's funny about pro wrestling like when it first started it was like a circus act and the idea is like they would have like a big butch, you know, burly guy in the ring and an audience member would challenge them. Oh, uh, fuck that. And that's how <laughs> that's how pro wrestling became a thing. It's like you would challenge this person, they would defeat you, they would get the money or whatever. And then like that was the show. Yeah. But then like as more people started becoming aware, <clears throat> it was like, oh, that guy is a part of the thing. It's like, well, then you bring in another big guy. And then like then then they challenge each other and, and then it be- became less and less about like actual wrestling mm-hmm. and more so about the presentation of yeah. wrestling professional wrestling. i mean that's the yeah. true draw of it it's like when people like adults that still watch wrestling they don't like they're not like at the edge of their seat like oh my god who's gonna fucking no and yeah, yeah it's a show they're yeah. watching for the storylines yeah and kevin von eric put it absolutely perfectly in that diner scene with his uh the, the first date that he has with um lily Shit. James, um, who plays Pamela Anderson and fucking Pam and Tommy. Great actress. She's great. Uh, but he s- explains it to her perfectly. She's like, yeah, but it's all fake, right? He's like, well, no, <laughs> not necessarily. And and because he's talking about becoming the champion, that's his dream. He wants to be, be the champion. She's like, well, it's all fake, right? And he's like, no. He's like, being a champion is like, it's a promotion, like a, a job promotion. If you're the best on the mic mm-hmm. and you have the people behind you and all of this, like you get promoted to be the guy. That's what wrestling is about, and that's why people watch it to this day. It's like, can this person that has that is living their life with wrestling ascend to the top and become champion? Yeah, it's like the Charisma Olympics. hundred percent. Yeah. It's the it's Rizzling, dude. Yeah, <laughs> pro, pro Rizzling, dude. <laughs> we're we're out of the Attitude Era. We're in the Riz Era now. Yeah. Let's fucking go, dude. And that's what that's what it's all about. You want to be the guy, and there are a hundred thousand people that want to be the fucking guy yeah yeah you know and it's being able to to fucking hold people in the palm of your hand which is funny to me because like you know true wrestling fans it's like the rock is great on the mic but like he wasn't great in ring it's like dude that's the biggest part of it is being that guy right stone cold steve austin is not a terrific in ring wrestler he was the best on the mic he was the absolute best on the mic same with the rock same with rick flair even you know what i mean yeah 
he's taking bumps and shit and d- doing incredible things, but it's like, it's not because of his athleticism that he is the greatest of them yeah. all. No, it's because of the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> the Undertaker's not an Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> fucking Kane. But, yeah. and I think that they, they shape it perfectly with Kevin Von Erich's story is that like, he never was that guy on the mic. Yeah. And it was, it was David, yeah. you know, and David takes the mic from him and he's the one that like rallies the crowd and, Kevin's wondering the whole time, like, but I'm the guy. I'm the oldest. I'm the eldest boy. <laughs> but it's like he wasn't that guy on the mic. He wasn't you're not that, that guy, Bell. Yeah, that's what, that's <laughs> what the father <laughs> said. He's like, you're not that guy, Bell. He looks like him too. His father does. does personify the "you're not that guy" pal. Yeah, yeah. you're not yeah. that guy, son. I promise yeah. you, buddy. <laughs> I want to shake his hand. I want to shake yeah. your hand. I want to. I want to palm your head. <laughs> I want to iron what claw your face. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Uh, but yeah, the uh, it's, it's it definitely is more on the mic, and they they I love how they touched on it subtly in the sense like even when he's just trying to shoot a promo, he's yeah. like fuck, it just keeps yeah. fucking it up like yeah. he can't. He's like, and if you come in to my ring, I'm gonna give you my ass. Damn it, that's not it. Uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, over. And the, then his friends just roasting him off mic or off camera. It was a good subtle way of, of portraying that, and it's like it's funny at the time, but it's like that makes sense for the, who he was as a wrestler too, right? Yeah. He yeah. devoted so much time to the actual athleticism of it that he. Oh, dude, he's, yeah. he wakes up at you know four in the morning. He's like, let's go for a run or whatever. Dude, you the know very you? first thing that I was like, the first thought I had when it cut from the intro, I was like, Zac Efron's body's fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. it's on your first thought was, like, dude, I'm gonna come. Dude, I'm gay now. <laughs> By the way, uh, shout out Jeremy Allen White uh, for the Calvin Klein ad and getting my girlfriend horny as shit rewatching that <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> Dude, Jeremy Allen White looks amazing. In this I haven't movie. seen that yet, but I've saw like people tweeting about it. Like, it's the horniest ad of all time. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like showing his fucking his pubes, basically. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Hey, you guys, nice. He's showing his bare ass, if you know what I mean. Oh, he's I guess. He's, he's in the bear. Yes, chef. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, when does the bear come onto the show? When is they gonna get the bear? In in the bear, yeah. When's the bear gonna show up? Yeah, that would be hilarious on the season finale. He's like, trying to. All right, everything's going smoothly, and a fucking bear bursts through the front door. He's like, they don't know. It's the real cocaine bear. Yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Zach Efron looked like a fucking Greek statue in this movie. Yeah. And it's like, are you gay yet? Okay. Well, here's Jeremy Allen White <laughs> with his fucking long hair too. Look mm-hmm. cool, man. Should have been Wonka. Should have been oh, Wonka. Yeah. Jeremy Allen White. Yes. yes. He looks just like Gene Wilder, dude. Yeah, kind of. He doesn't personify kinda. him. He, the eyes, yeah, I get it, but he doesn't personify him at all. He Jeremy Allen White's not goofy. He could have done it. He, he could have done it. That's not it. He's ripped his shit. He could have done he, it. Oh, he's got to fucking starve himself for two years, eat nothing but fucking apples. I, I'm with you. He could He could do it. That's a fucking wrong take. Do so you think Timothy Chalamet is a better Wonka? I didn't say it was, he was better. I just said Jerry well, Allen White. Timothy could... Chalamet is a better Wonka, dude. Did any of us even see it? Fuck no. Fuck absolutely <laughs> yeah, no. That looks like trash. Boy, no, thank you. Gene Wilder. People liked it, though. I'm sure, but Gene Wilder's the only one. <laughs> oh, dude, don't come. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Detach your penis to come in your own home. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, fucking... <laughs> What were we talking about? Uh, the Iron Claw. We're so horny and gay. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about a Calvin Klein ad. Oh, dude, also, train of thought. Shouts to, uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but the fucking cutting to the Calvin Klein ad is just going to be like, what is love? 
I, I fucking, fucking love that guy. Yeah, me he should have been the uh, in the Iron Claw. Dude, yeah, that, just him as a cameo, just come in as a heel for two seconds. They hear the theme song, everybody starts going, "Ah, oh, what is love?" Everyone's like, "What the fuck is?" Dude, down. his his actual TikTok account is the funniest shit of all time. Yeah, he, so le- good. he leans into it. Talk about leaning in, bro. Dude. That guy is committed to the bit. Get, so fucking funny. get the fucking bag. Did he was in yeah. the movie Divinity? I tell you about that. Oh yeah, yeah. Steven Soderbergh's yeah. Divinity. Yeah. Fucking, I was like, holy shit, I can't, I'm out of this movie now. <laughs> it also makes no sense, but uh, it's still a vibe. Harris Dick- Dickinson from Triangle of Sadness is in this movie. He's one of the brothers as well. He's David Von Eric. Oh, shit. Really fucking good. You remember him from nope. Tri- Triangle it's of been Sadness? A, I saw it the one time. I okay. didn't even recognize him in the trailer until I saw promo stuff yeah. of the Triangle of Sadness guy. I was like, oh, shit, that is him. He has one of my favorite shots in this movie. It's like that really close, close up in ring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like doing the iron, I was like, dude, he's fully he's dramatic. vibing. Yeah. He's going, oh, oh. <laughs> he's in it, dude. And uh, man, he great performance from him, great performance from like the younger brother. Um, all around, dude. The mom was devastating, uh, dude. When he's like, you gotta, dad's gotta, you know, go softer on him. Man. That's between you boys, yeah, yeah, that's between you. Well, fuck you, yeah, fuck her. It's the same kind of like thing you were talking about with the lovely picture, fucked up life, yeah. documentary, where it's like this woman is just enabling shit behavior. I love that the title keeps changing for the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's cool. fucked up. neat photo, dad fucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, becoming more of a DMT every time we do it. Yeah, but the fucking she. She didn't do anything to help, and then here she is suiting up for the fifth funeral of her child, and she's just like, well, here we go again. Nothing could be done. Deja vu. I don't know why this keeps happening. Deja vu studios. Shout out to the Shout shirt. Shout out Deja vu studios. Thanks for the shirt. Thanks for the shirt. Um, <laughs> But she was an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Parents were assholes in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's how they parented back then. But you could see like it creeping up behind her eyes, which uh, was a great yeah. performance. Where oh, it was yeah. like the subtle, yeah, the subtle thing was like maybe I'm killing my children, <laughs> like trying to button up her dress for Shouts the fifth to, time. Just a more tyranny, dude. I've only ever seen her in uh, Liar Liar. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, she was great in that as well. Smart movie. Smart movie. Very smart. It's about not lying. Oh be, shit! I didn't even catch that. It's like you're not supposed to lie. I see. It's under. <laughs> it's the subtext of the movie that exactly. really gets you. Smart movie. Um, she's Doris. Doris Von Eric. Yep. She's good. Yep. Didn't this, mean to derail us on that. Uh, uh, this had like liar, six liar or nod. seven moments individually that are just like fucking devastating as goddamn shit. Oh yeah, dude. Of course. And uh, the Harley yeah. Race fight, which is like the first televised fight that they were showing, where it's like you know the NWA champion is coming. NWA was like the one. Federation wrestling federation that was like the biggest thing in the world wrestlers at the time. with attitudes <laughs> yes uh he comes in as the nwa champion and and fucking fights him on television uh, kevin von eric's biggest match at the time and he gets thrown out of the ring which they weren't supposed to do and he like can't oh get that up. was brutal and he al- almost misses the 10 count was that when he didn't let him go that was the no, last no, one. no. Sorry, this is the televised one. He falls flat on his back onto the concrete outside the ring. Oh yeah, yeah. Almost missed the ten count. Yeah, yeah. Almost misses the ten count. He goes in, and then they finish the match, and he's like, "Oh yeah, well, we'll let you know if if we can do a an actual title fight." Yeah, and then his dad's like, "Why the fuck didn't you get up?" He's like, "Um, I got thrown ten feet onto concrete on my yeah. back." My I have bad. a TBI right now. Can I have yeah. a minute? Yeah. Like, yeah. I got 13 ruptured discs <laughs> with a fake referee count because yeah. the referee can be like one. One. <laughs> <Smokes> a cigarette. <laughs> One. 
Just one pull, the whole cigarette. <laughs> the Bernie Mac pull. <laughs> Two. Solves for pie. And then he goes back to one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. Then yeah. takes a chair to the head. So it's like, yeah. it doesn't matter. But yeah, he could fake the whole thing. Of course. But uh, he gets back in the ring, finishes his job. And that was a great performance by Zach Efron because he looked like he was in fucking pain going through the rest of that match. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that they only shot that in 36 days, dude, fucking blows yeah. my mind. I can't discount crazy. the performances in this movie. They're all individually. F- this is Zach's, Zach Efron's best performance. Mm, high School Musical, too. Uh, true. Sorry. You know, watching this, I was like, you know, the, he would be a good live action Hercules for the one that's coming Ooh. up. Ooh, yeah. Well I, said. Th- didn't think it until I saw this. Well said. No, he, he looks like Hercules now. Anytime like there's a movie about a really ripped wrestler, their body like embodies pain. Yeah, yeah. Like the wrestler, Dark Knight Rises, the way they just like are like, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's what Zach Efron is ripped to the point that his muscles are coming out of his skin. It yeah, show and muscles. Just, it just looks like pain. it looks like cauliflower skin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like just like all cartilage, just yeah. Yeah, broken it, and beaten. Like it just hurts to exist like that. Yeah, yeah. that's what it looks like. Yeah. And then you constantly flop that two hundred pounds around on the fucking dude wrestling. flat on your back, dude. dude. I got back pain watching this movie. Taking bumps, dude. Yeah. Chris, what would I? If you took a bump, dude. <laughs> take a take a bump. No, like a wrestling. That's bump. how you, you. Oh, like a wrestling bump. Yeah, flat on your back. Yeah, just whoop out. Yeah, I would take an actual the, bump after, yeah. dude. Okay, under that trampoline ass I don't, fucking whoop out. Yeah. I don't want to go too far forward. I know we're kind of like going off on the uh, we always timeline. Do this. Yeah, we always do it. But that that scene where he's taking bumps like repeatedly, just goosh, that, that was, was goosh, unreal. Goosh, I fucking love that, and he's running in place and goosh. Yeah, I fucking love that. But my favorite shot in this movie, period, is the it's like that close up depth of field shot on the ropes. As he's running ropes, oh, yeah. dude. the one in like, the trailer for for like a solid minute, dude. Those ropes are not like bendy, fucking like you got to like give him some fucking yeah, dude. Those yeah. are like rebar, like they're yeah. fucking really hard to bend. You know what yeah. I mean? You can't you have to just throw your whole ass body into that. Yes, all of your weight to get them to to kind of shoot you off like that. Yeah. So, and it's very painful, and that's what they do as like punishment is to run ropes. So for him. To be, at, you know, he, that's like a uh, an act of self harm in a way too. Self flagellating to, uh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's taking bumps, not for any particular reason. He's not really wrestling at the time, or maybe they insinuate that he is. Uh, but he's like coaching more so. But he's just taking bumps and running ropes. Yeah, and I was like, dude, that's it's like his form of cutting. Yes, yeah, and like that is just like a perfect wrestling analogy for self harm. Yeah, totally. Oh, and I love that shot too because it's just on the ropes and you just see him out of frame, in frame. <laughs> Yeah, the sound is the trailer. I was like, I'm in already, dude. That what, was how big cinema. were your goosebumps and boner when that rope shot opened that trailer? Oh, dude. I, I mean, yeah. I look over your big human boner. <laughs> you just become a penis. I have a vein in my forehead. Yeah. It's cool. just the helmet head. You're wearing a turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> I have a purple turtleneck yeah. on, dude, with a pink head. <laughs> Hey Josh, you gonna see that movie? And it turned into just <laughs> throw up milk. <laughs> bah, bah. Fucking cementos crunch. Um. Anyways, yeah, that's um. There was something I wanted to say about that shot man. Fuck. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, fuck man, there was something I wanted. You should to say re-edit about those rope runs where he farts every time he hits the rope. <laughs> Damn, that'd dude. be a real classy clip. That's comedy, right? And there. then, and then DM it to Sean Durkin. Be like, what do you think of this? <laughs> 
Scene Durkin. Scene Duncan. There was something I wanted to say about fucking... God damn it, dude. About fucking? Yeah, man. You ever fart on every thrust? (laughs) 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 I've... Never mind. Obviously, all of the... um, Everything leading up to it. So it's like... He gives the reins over. Fritz gives the reins over to David to become the guy because he's good on the mic. He's good on in wrestling, and then they're like a tag team for a while. Um, and then another tragedy happens: the fucking Winter Olymp or the Summer Olympics is canceled due to the uh, the Russian some shit. I don't fucking <laughs> the Cold the War. Cold War? <laughs> you know the Cold the War. The fucking the Russian shit. I can think of it I don't know. for fifty years. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Cold War results in uh, the canceling of the Olympics, and now fucking. Uh, Carrie Von Erich is uh, thrust into wrestling because he has no path anymore. His mm-hmm. his uh, Olympics dream was taken away from him, dude. Yeah, uh, he was the only one with like a real dream. Not, his, a, not a real, you know what I mean? Like something that would get him out of a trailer park type of dream. Sure. Well, they were in just a, a dream park. outside of wrestling. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even when they were at the tippy top of like when he was like the world champion, they barely were getting by. Yeah, it's yeah. just that wrestling itself didn't have that level of respect and renown. At yeah. That time. yeah, it wasn't what it it wasn't the WWE right. and all exactly. that exactly. It wasn't a prom- televised promotion. Yeah, it was still a traveling freak show, kind of basically. Yeah. Um, but I loved Carrie's opening in this film. Oh, like you just see him like at at like. The fucking Doing needle drop. Yeah, the needle drop. Oh, so many good needle drops in this yeah. in this fucking movie, too. The rush, I thought that was... Yes. Yeah, the was, workout dude, montage, dude. The hit them... Get fucked, I the Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> that, was their, that was their intro music at uh, the Sportatorium. So every yep. time they would run in, that was their theme song. Dude, the way that uh, th- they show the brother hearing it through the wall, the brother jamming it, and then yeah. he's, like, he's just like, oh, that goes hard. And then the next shot is them coming out to that. Perfect. Yeah, goose fucking perfection. Perfect. Goosebumps. And like the f- <clears throat> garage iron pumping, dude. Like I was like that perfection, dude. Yeah, that was a workout montage for the ages. I thought I love a montage. That's when the editor can just eat, bro. I love I love montages with like with weight training and shit like that. Like it's just such a fucking <clears throat> vibe, dude. Yeah, push it to the limit, clanging yeah. and banging, dude. Yeah, a little iron paradise for you mm-hmm. instead of the iron claw. Oh, you could Whoa. argue if you will if if you could argue so cutting forward argued. to the the other tragedy though the uh which which brother how did he end up in a coma again he took he got a like a fever after a surgery to fix an arm and that that's right totally shoulder sur- shoulder surgery went under coma. routine surgery coma came out not the same and first of all he survives yeah. Which is like miraculous, yeah, yeah. Or not is, even, not even miraculous, but it's like the, the fact that that happened. Mm-hmm. It's a he fucked his shoulder up, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then he it's went a freak, into a, yeah. Then he went into a coma, and they're like, we're not sure when he's getting out. Yeah, like what the fuck are you that's saying? That's one of my. Right that's one of my biggest fears is going in for a routine surgery Dude, and anesthesia, and just never yeah. waking up. Yeah, but anyways, he wakes up. He's not the same. He's clearly. Like physically, like, what are you coming back to the ring? Dude, that like, killed me. Dude, immediately he's like. He can barely talk, and they're like, "So when are you going to be taking some tombstones from your two hundred pound opponents again?" And yeah. he's like, "I can barely speak." Yeah. yeah, they're like, "So suplexes, yes or no? When are you going to jump off the top rope again?" And he's like, "I'm working on walking, thank you." It's this or Vietnam, buddy. Yeah, and then cut to the dad. Well, obviously Kevin's out. Whatever the fuck is yeah. what was his name? Fritz. Fr- no, the the one that got the so- shoulder surgery. Oh, I forgot his name. Yeah. I forgot his name. David. But, yeah, but Michael. He, Mike. But, 
Something white. But obviously he's like, all right, well, obviously he's out of the running. The rankings have changed. Let's flip a coin no, for my favorite son now. Dude, he does that for David after he dies in Japan. Oh, that's yeah, it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't keep track of all the, the fucking brothers, brothers the that bro died. Deaths. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. No, he does that after at the funeral of his son. And he's yeah. like, well, his championship shot is gone. Yeah. Which one of you guys is going to oh, yeah. do it? And then it? he's like, Dad, can I have a fucking minute and he's like you don't get a fucking minute buddy yeah. and he's like that don't fucking rough. cry yeah pull yourself together all that shit which comes up at the at the end but uh that's a big part so uh, uh david dies in japan from uh a ruptured intestine ruptured intestine yes fucking a man yep. devastating there was a conspiracy for a while that he was drugged in japan and killed but wow. but that, that autopsy doesn't lie like, autopsy was literally from yeah, yeah the fucking that's the call uh, jeffrey epstein <laughs> Yeah, it's a, little, it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little you could argue. It's a, it, like we gotta Slightly kill this. Slightly different. We gotta kill this <laughs> Dallas wrestler. He knows too much. <laughs> Glad <laughs> I said it. He's <laughs> gonna tell everybody it's predetermined. Yeah, but uh, yeah, is this part of the script? Um, he became the Undertaker. He comes back. But like the the wedding scene was fucking great. Yes. I love that. It's like that little like dance that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like booging on out, dude. Mm-hmm. They're booging on out. I love that shit. I like how they treated um, Jeremy Allen White's accident too, where it's like you knew some shit was gonna happen. Oh, dude! But the way they treated it, it was so just the reveal was... and then cut, and to... then cut to well, like even the camera angle on the fucking tire, yeah, as the yellow stripes are just yeah. like becoming one stripe. I was yeah. like, oh fuck! And then and then it cut to him in bed, and I was like, okay, it was just a red herring. It was just to be stressful. Walked into the kitchen, reveal. God damn, that was good. Yeah, that it, was a, that was. And I loved him, like, trying to get back to it, and he's, like, strapping up his boot. Yeah. Like, essentially, like, suffocating his fucking leg. The prosthetic leg. You know what's crazy is he lost his foot, and they didn't reveal that to the public for for a while. Yeah, yeah. He tried to go back into wrestling, and there's clips. Well, he did. No, he he got to the WWF at one point. And you can see clips of him, like, fixing his leg and shit, like, on in the match. Like, it's you can't, like, tell it's a fake leg. But you can see the panic in him. You can see him, like you know tightening and moving Shit. and so they kept it a secret that he didn't have a foot for a while damn insane damn <laughs> they use it for a match dude the undertaker rips his fucking leg that off. would be crazy that would be that would like, be a crazy like, review hey, let's, let's you know silver lining yeah that's when a, life gives you lemons <laughs> let's make it a bit yeah <laughs> when life gives you lemons beat him over his head with a fucking leg yeah, yeah. that's a true bone size ready yeah. he ripped his fucking leg <laughs> off yeah, that'd be crazy, dude. That would be nuts. I saw this one gif, and I I wasn't watching wrestling at the time, but it's like there's a hole in the middle of the ring, and Kane is like being drugged <laughs> in the fucking hole, and then you see the Undertaker's arm just like go. Oh, that's so funny. That's actually so funny. And he's funny. like, I was is like, that, that was a real thing that happened? Yeah, I was like, this is sick, yeah, dude. Yeah. They fucking went off. Dude, they had some insane storylines back in the day. Yeah, man. Did you know the one about Kane? Where he's it's a monster? Yeah. That's well, the no. it's it's the best kayfabe story in all of wrestling. It's the best story in all of wrestling. Undertaker is the undead. He's the Undertaker. He's the dead man. And then at one point they're like, okay, he's the cr- darkest, craziest wrestler there is. He's been doing this for ten fucking years. What's the hardest thing we can do? Oh, let's bring his fucking dead brother he killed back to life, and he's like scarred and and. and he brought him back to life from fucking Paul Bear. Oh my god, I literally just realized why he's called Kane. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yes. Wait, why? And then Kane w- and Abel from the oh, fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then they bring him out and he's fucking disfigured and he has a mask and he looks like he looks just like the Undertaker too. It's like it's like li- they're literal brothers, dude. dude. The marketing back then was so good. To- There's like a magical age where you are when you get into wrestling where yeah. where you think it's genuinely real. Like yeah. I, I was like, "Oh my god, monsters are real. Kane's a monster." Yeah. And yeah. monsters exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's I got monsters in the and world. And the one thing this monster <laughs> wants to do is become the world heavyweight champion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not gonna fucking stop him, dude. Yeah, I remember I wasn't allowed to watch it, but I would sneak in. Same, yeah. I would sneak in and watch it. There was a brief. There was a brief period I was obsessed with Stone Cold for like a week. Yeah, I, I, mean, I was an Undertaker cool, guy. Yeah. Or maybe it was Kane, whichever one. He had the crazy mask. Yeah, yeah. Kane is that Kane? Kane has the mask, the red mask. Not it wasn't red. It was um. Like it red, looked like kiss red, makeup, red and black kind of. Where it's like you're thinking of Sting. Yes, Sting. Yeah, my I favorite like fucking thing of Sting is whenever he is impersonating himself. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like <laughs> because like there was a there's an episode where everyone's wearing Sting masks in the crowd or whatever, and everyone's waiting for Sting to show up. And this guy comes in, and he's like pretending to be Sting. He has like the long coat and like the the a mask with the, with the makeup on it and stuff. And then he takes off the mask and takes off the, the or he takes off his wig, takes off the mask, and it's Sting. <laughs> so he takes off a mask and it just reveals the same face. That's so funny. It is so fucking hilarious. It's and delivered. But fucking hard as shit. Yeah, it's like I wasn't an impersonator. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, when Brian Cranston was at like a Comic Con during Breaking Bad, and like there was a bunch of people yeah. wearing that Brian Cranston mask, the hyper realistic one, and then like he's like he's impersonating like a fan in line or something, and he takes it off, and it's Brian Cranston under the Brian Cranston mask. Yeah, it's that's so great. good. He, or, no, he gets up on stage. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He yeah. gets up on stage and it's like, oh, it's Heisenberg, and then he takes it off. It's like it's fucking Brian Cranston. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Claw's a good movie. It was fun. It was a good time. Okay, so speaking of heartfelt moments or like moments that like tear jerker stuff, the best, the one that almost got me tears like at the edge of my eyes was when the whole movie is like hyper masculine. Don't fucking feel anything. Don't fucking cry. <clears throat> Your brother. This is dead. the one everyone's talking about. You go ahead. Yeah, and it's the moment with his son in the yard and Zac Efron's crying. Yeah, and he goes. Oh no! Don't, don't look at me! Don't look at Dad cry! Or I'm yeah. not gonna cry. He's like, why? Why not? You we can cry, cry all the time. We cry all the time. Yeah. What's wrong? Nothing wrong with crying. It was just the obvious, like, Dude, when emotions said, are okay for man yeah. type of scene. And yeah, it was because like he's had his dad beat it into him his entire life. That yeah. Right. Like, you know, suck it up and don't cry at your brother's funeral. You're a third brother's funeral. Yeah. Basically. Suck it up. Who's gonna wrestle next? Yeah. I mean, even uh, whenever Carrie before he decides to commit suicide, I mean, he's he's telling his brother he calls his brother in the middle of the night he's like yeah man i, I can't do this anymore i don't want to live here I, I i can't do this is after the brother the other suicide the other suicide that one fucking murdered me yeah that was rough man so after that is when carrie's like yeah i can't do this shit anymore um I, and then he uses the gun that he gifted his dad for christmas jesus christ mm-hmm. so he does that and then uh, the dad's like you were supposed to be there for him after he was 10 feet away pouring a cement sidewalk. Yeah. Like, why didn't you prevent this? Yeah. What a fucking dick. Dude. Are and you, it, and you he almost fucking kills him while his brother just fucking died. I didn't know the story, so I thought he was gonna. Oh, yeah. I thought Zach Efron was gonna choke him out. Wouldn't have been undeserved. He gave him the iron claw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Man, that yeah, it's tragic, man. Dude, that, yeah. but that scene you were talking about when they said, we'll be your brothers, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was really sweet. Well, I was going to say right before that, though, when he lays him on the on the dinner table, like, you know, he picks him up. Oh, the, dude. And, of course, the strength of Zac Efron to fucking carry his brother, who's also, like, 230 pounds, yeah, probably. of fucking dense muscle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and carries him to the dinner table where they were, you know, just sitting all together, you know what I mean? And then he's like... He's he's thinking of of his brothers and like thinking of like the afterlife that they must be living in in that oh, moment. Oh, dude, that that was on the precipice of being too cheesy, and then they reeled it back, and it was like perfect. I thought that was so fucking well done. I hated it at first. I was like, oh, what are we doing? What are we, why? And then you just see them all together, and I was like, okay, fuck. Like it was earned. Yeah. I, I thought it was really earned, and um, it made sense because they were all just like happy to be there and, yeah. and it, it felt like it was more so for the real Kevin Von Erich. Yes. Mm-hmm. Than it was just for the audience because it's like, it just felt like just a little bit of, um, clarity, a little bit of, uh, uh, like the brotherly love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like j- just to see that, um, they're like, where's the, where's the, the little one, the seven year old or whatever. And they're yeah. like, Oh, he's over there. And he's still seven. He's yeah. Like, hey, little guy. Yeah. Like the eldest You're brother, brother is, yeah. is the, is the small one. They're like, what about Chris? And they're like, we don't, we don't talk about Chris. <laughs> he just he broke his armor. It would be too sad if we talked about him. Yeah, we, we cut him out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, hey guys, are we doing the reunion? He's like, shut the fuck up, Chris. <laughs> You're not in this. <laughs> You're not a part of this. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, afterwards it's like, we'll be your brother's dad. Jesus. Yeah, it was a very sweet moment. But for the choice for him to ultimately sell their wrestling company. Hmm. And he's like, I was, yeah, I was looking at the books and you've been stealing money this whole fucking time, dad. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, and he's like, like, what are you saying? What are you trying to say? He's like, yeah. I just fucking said it, I just asshole. fucking said it. Yeah. Like, if you sell this company, I'm never, you walk out that door, you never come back. Says like, some shit Whatever, like dude. He's like, oh, darn. <laughs> Bet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the bag, dude. Yeah. yeah. Fuck off. The only good thing I got out of this family, basically. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude. Another devastating moment. Uh, early in the movie, after, um... I can't remember. Is it Fritz? He he's talking to their mom, and she's like, "You see that painting?" And she's like, "Yeah, I used to paint all the time and shit." And then after all the deaths, and then the dad comes home, and he's like, "Where's dinner?" And she's like, "I didn't make dinner." No, she was like, "I'm not hungry." Yeah, fuck you. Like she's like for the first time in like thirty years, like doing having one night to herself. Yeah. And then he's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, painting. I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, God was, damn it. Yeah. 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 And he and he just sits down like stunned by it. Yeah. Yeah, you can't believe that she's not making his fucking dinner in that moment. He's like, I want to be stroganoff. I, yeah. But that that line was perfect though. Like, I'm not hungry. Yeah. Fuck you. Oh, man. There's so many of those. <laughs> it pans over and she's just doing a stick figure. <laughs> <laughs> the worst painting ever. So Hentai. <laughs> this movie has faced a lot of criticism for its portrayal of a Ric Flair. Yeah. What why how why? People are like, that's not fucking Ric Flair. Well, no shit is an actor. Yeah, what? But they were like, he didn't act enough like Ric Flair. And my my <clears throat> my position on this is like, I think if someone went in there trying to do a Ric Flair impression, I would have been taking, taken out of the movie. And I think regardless, when you're taking on an iconic wrestling figure like that, that's supposed to be Ric Flair, I thought it was enough what this actor did because it's like i don't need to see an impression this is not about rick flair he's in one scene i know it's what do you but people are fucking pissed that it's like he didn't act, this guy's not rick flair he didn't act like rick flair it's like i think it was subtly done and, and, and it was the only way to do it because yeah you, you, someone that larger than life right you can't go in and it would just 
be it's too animated. Yeah, it's yeah. like when Einstein walks up in Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're just like, it's just okay, like that. it's weird now. Yeah, it yeah. feels weird. I know he was a real person, but he's so larger than life. He's not going to enter the frame going woo because then you'd be like, no, this is a goofy movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think extremely it would, goofy. It, yeah, would you lose, <laughs> it would lose a bit of credibility. I think if they tried too hard to make him look or act like Ric Flair. Yeah, I thought the the, the look was fine enough. Yeah, um, I didn't hate it. I, I definitely wasn't taken out of it. I agree; it would have detracted from the Iron Claw story. It was it, that's just a hard sell to begin with. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's Ric Flair. Everybody knows who the fuck Rick, knows who the fuck Ric Flair yeah. is. So yeah, um, it's just like having Stone Cold in the movie, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, how are you gonna have like, fucking Stone Cold come? Someone impersonate Stone Cold? Right, right. Yeah. Impossible. Impossible. So. I, was I, I started following him on Instagram, by fuck the way. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He's just like apparently, fucking ranching. Dude, apparently yeah. he has a podcast that's like really, really great. It's yeah. really fucking good, dude. You showed us a, a clip a long time ago yeah. from it. Where it just says shit your pants story he had. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that shit was fucking coming out. <laughs> I had I was hurting my ass up to a truck stop. And he's just talking about shitting his pants. And yeah. It's one of the funniest things ever. It's great. No, it, man, his podcast is so good. But now his Instagram is just like, this is Poncho the cat. <laughs> he's just like he's just like petting this, this it looks awesome. just like Vivian like this tuxedo cat lives in his barn he's like yeah she's getting really close it's cold out here so uh everybody wants to check on Poncho say hi to the people Poncho that's awesome alright so cold out and like that's yeah. it I was like so cold out <laughs> yeah I was like this is the best dude just fucking living his best life and ranching now love it gotta love it anyways um he's like a talented Kirk Hammett who's that the guitarist of Metallica because hmm. he has a ranch Ooh, you don't think he's talented? He's of all the renowned metal guitar players, he's in the bottom percentile. You don't think Sad but True is a fucking insanely good guitar solo? Saint Anger, Saint, <laughs> Saint Anger, Stanger. <laughs> he's it's one of his best. Yeah, his I'm, his best, sure. I mean, I think it's a matter of taste. I, I think agree. he's a good guitar player. He's fine. James Hetfield's good. James Hetfield's an extraordinarily good guitar Arguably player. one of the greatest rhythm players of all time. Yes. I'm glad we can agree. Kirk Hammett. He's trash. Wow. He's Joe Satriani's worst student, I'll say that. <laughs> Damn. All right, Iron Claw, boys. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, solid. I right. really liked it. Anything else? Did it change your, your top shit at all? No, it was very good, but I, it didn't... It didn't hit very hard for me, but I I watched it hungover after New Year's, so I was like in a, outside of myself watching it, sort of. Yeah, yeah. And when you're hungover, you kind of see people acting more. Does that make any sense? No. You just kidding. you're like I don't drink. I don't drink, so I'm not an alcoholic. So I'm it no. just wasn't. It, you weren't vibing with it at the time. Yeah, I could. I I was watching. You're watching it more so as an obligation to the podcast. No, I wanted to see it. Okay. I really did. It was like um, it's hard to explain. It's like uh, you're. It, I was disassociating a lot during sure. it, and so I was like, not in it. I wasn't in it. I was watching Zach Garfron do his Kevin Van F- whatever Von Twi- Firth twice <laughs> Van Gogh twice now. Uh, with this movie, like I told you, the the presentation for Texas Theater was was great, but I was sitting kind of really far back, and it was hard to like really get in it. You know, yeah. I and mean? I like sitting up front, anyways. Of course. Um, and the second time we saw it in the theater, where we had good seats, but the, I feel like the volume was way down. I've noticed that in a couple of times before as well. Really, I've almost asked them to turn it up. I almost did too, but I was like, I'm not gonna fucking like the trailers were at a good volume. Yeah, and then it, this film starts, and I'm like, because I I only knew because as soon as um Tom Sawyer popped off in the 
during the movie, mm-hmm. I was like, this should be so much louder. Yeah. In the mix. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but like I was like, overall, I feel like this should be bumping right now, and it definitely wasn't. What theater? So I, it, that was a Cinemark, or no, I'm sorry, AMC Village on the Parkway. So probably not 35. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Okay, then there's no excuse. <laughs> nope. 35 is can be weird with volume. But I was just like, come on, man. Like, That's, this needs to fucking hit. Yeah. And I feel like the wrestling scenes would have been better had the volume been louder. So, yeah. I, I'm definitely excited to watch this again at home. Did you have trouble actually, like, hearing dialogue and stuff? At times, it just didn't hit. I could hear everything okay. audibly, but I was like, fucking punch me in the face, dude. Like, yeah, give me I, some. I've been in screenings that it's felt like that. The trailers are loud, and then the movie starts, and it feels like they turned it down halfway. Mm. And I'm like, I'm still enjoying this, but it's it does feel like I maybe I I, I don't really complain because I'm like I'm probably just deaf from years no, of no. concerts, dude. Get this shit though. This is uh, kind of going off the rails a little bit. <clears throat> we were working on a screening for uh, the Welcome to Marwin, which is a weird Robert. Uh, is the Steve Carell one? Yeah, Steve Carell, Robert Zemeckis movie, and we had the screening here. They came in for it. It was a Q and A with both of them. And they brought in someone from Universal, like a technician from Universal, to help us screen the movie. And when we were doing the, the tests and everything, they were like, what the fuck is this volume? And like turned it like almost to the point where I was like, ow. <laughs> dude. Like, I, like I was like, this sound is fucking brutal, dude. It is loud as shit for like this dramatic movie with starring steve carell that's how the screen x godzilla was for me i was like oh oh my god like uh, yeah like to the point where i was like ouch (laughs) like and uh people were complaining like wow it's really loud but this is a technician that worked on the fucking movie that's like no this is how you're supposed to hear it motherfucker this is a movie so i think we're kind of conditioned to hearing movies at a lower volume now Hmm. because maybe it's like you know dealing with people next door to the theater not wanting like the big loud I don't know what it is because of that one guy. (laughs) We might everyone else is doing it wrong. This one guy comes in, he's like, "No, movies are supposed to be at eleven, dude." I don't know what it was, but it's like if this Universal guy is telling us this is the volume that it's supposed to be at, we're fucking bitches. Basically, he comes back the day after. He's like, "So I went to an ear doctor, guys. Yeah, you're you're not going to believe this." Uh, yeah. Anyways, so all right, it should be louder. Well, I my screening was good. Sat pretty close. It was loud. It was sufficient. How was your screening? It's great. Turn, you, turned it up. My headphones. How did you watch this bullshit? I hate you, man. How, was it? I had COVID. What do you want me to do? Uh, Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to a movie theater. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just um. <clears throat> all right. Was that it? Yeah, I think so. Is it cinema with Marty Scorsese? If you're listening to the podcast for the first time, you're doing it the wrong part, man. I nailed it. Is it cinema with Marty Scorsese? If you're listening to the podcast for the first time, this is how we rate the movie. Is it cinema? Is it not cinema? Yes, no. It's a simple answer. Chris, you want to start us off? Is it cinema? It is cinema. Orson Welles agrees with you. Alexander Vilshane is my name. Yes. Ah. And no fucking duh from me. Ah. It's cinema. Uh, so now we've all voted cinema. This doesn't happen all the time, but we're moving on to the next round. <laughs> this is the be all end all. This is belong in our fucking collection, our criterion collection, the best of the best, the top tier, the fucking cream of the crop. Boys, is it four three for you? 
I will say, going out of the theater, I thought it was cinema, not 4-3. It just didn't hit, but I recognized my set and setting. And I conceded that. And after talking about it and watching more clips, I have determined it is 4-3 for me. Ah! Alexant, wait. I'm going to go next, and I'm going to say this is 100% 4-3-4-B! I cannot wait to own this movie and watch it at a proper volume. Alexander Vilshan. Sorry, guys, but uh, this is 4-3. You thought I would fake you out, and then I didn't, and then I said it was. That's why I made you last, because I was like, all right, I don't feel like this is going to be 4-3 for you. So No, I loved it. It was great. Okay, okay. Wanted some dramatic tension there. Um, 4-3 for us. Certified classic. Did it crack your top shit? I think it'd probably be like number six or seven. So not not top five, nah. six or seven? Yeah. It was eight for me. Yeah. It was eight. Yeah, somewhere around there for me too. Yeah. Still great. And I, I know a lot of people, we posted our top five with like a little graphic. Um, and people were, what the fuck? Iron Claw? You're not giving Iron Claw any love? Yeah, look at the other movies. Yeah, it was a good we, year. So look you at my hat. It was a, <laughs> you know about top five? You know how that works? Yeah. <laughs> We liked the other ones better. You know how I'm a person with a brain that isn't yours? Yeah. <laughs> we don't share a brain. <laughs> hey, it's top five, but there's 13 movies in my top five. Yeah. What do you, what do you was, want us to do? <laughs> was Oppenheimer in your top 10? I, I, don't, I didn't like give you shit. It, it wasn't in my top five, but it was like, there were just so many other movies that I enjoyed more than Oppenheimer mm-hmm. that I, like, I can't say I didn't love Oppenheimer, but yeah. compared you to- You own every, it now. So. Yeah, yeah. But compared to everything else on my top five, I enjoyed those more. How'd you see Oppenheimer again? theater right yeah yeah he he saw it in 70 okay good yeah i was curious because that's man imax fuck it's back in imax again dude let's go yeah (laughs) no i just mean let's go (laughs) no i mean no i own it and i'm not figuratively yeah figuratively let's if they do it in 70 again i'll I'll go watch that i'll watch the fuck out of that that'd be so funny to be the guy that's like oh you want to go like no just let's go no just let's go go. dude the movie's out let's go really so let's you want to i bought the tickets no i just you know i'm good it's like in Clueless when they're like, shut up. And they're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else? Budgie. No. DMT. God damn it, Chris. I've got. What's the dumb movie title for I've the. I've got Bonesaw is Ready and Fritz and the Fool. Like it. I have uh, The Legion of Grief. It works. That's a wrestling reference, I'm guessing. It is. This is a tag team called the Legion of Doom. Because I didn't get it, so I knew it would be wrestling. <laughs> Legion of Grief. Okay, that's it. And uh, The Real Undertakers. It's pretty good. It was rough, but yeah. I'll get the... Uh, <laughs> mine's putting on the fritz. Putting on the fritz. It works. Kind of works. <laughs> kind of works. Kind of best DMT, even though I didn't have one. <laughs> what's what's say you like now? You what's say, what's you, say now? you now? I, uh, I, I, you know, something I said earlier. I <laughs> box office or uh or you want to do box office and budget yeah all right budget first budget first um this looks very oh wait no i you know what i already know the budget i can't play you do i do how'd you find out i it it was just on a headline at somewhere tunnels (laughs) i know everything about money (laughs) i didn't say that just you know uh i'm gonna say i saw something and i was like how much does it cost yeah i'm gonna say 14 million I'll say that's a little high. I think. Nah, I think you're about right. I say twenty million. Alexa, how much did the movie The Iron Claw cost to make? The Iron Claw cost an estimated fifteen million U.S. dollars to make. Oh. Said fourteen. 
Yes. You know what I just realized is uh, I was thinking about how I saw the budget for Civil War and not this. <laughs> so uh, very comparable movie. Yeah. yeah. It is the same thing. What's your guess then? Seventy million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I was genuinely like at seventy million dollars. That's funny. Uh, all right. Um, how much did it make? You think? Yeah. How much did it make in theaters? It just came out uh, the Christmas Day or the week before Christmas. Mm. The twenty second. I've seen it pop up on TikTok a few times. I'll say Dude. twenty-two million. It's made, dude. That's really. It's low. making a lot of waves. We decided to do this before a different movie that came out that is a little more significant to us, but because people are talking about it so often on Twitter X, that <clears throat> we're like, "Fuck, we I've gotta just, do." This. I've seen like ten TikToks where people are like covered. It's like a bukkake of tears. And they're like, <laughs> just got out of Iron Claw. Yeah, 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 yeah. People are big sad watching this movie. Um, I'm gonna guess. How much did it make domestically? Just I don't know. Whatever she says. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm trying to. Account- it's not gonna be a big difference the, the overseas. Yeah, no. Happen. I'm just trying to account to the fact that we're in a vacuum of artsy movies. Because I'm like, oh, it must be two hundred million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, everybody's talking about it. The ten people I talk to. Yeah. So I'm gonna say fifty. So up there, but lowish. I'm gonna say thirty-three million dollars. Alexa, how much did the movie The Iron Claw make in theaters? What? Do your guess. I did. The Iron Claw has grossed twenty-four million three hundred thousand U.S. dollars in the United States oh, wow. and twenty-four million four hundred thousand U.S. dollars. The worldwide. Economist. <laughs> every time I win, I'm the Economist, and every time I lose, you're cheaters. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right, that's um, about it, huh? Yeah. Do we have any other shit we want to do? <laughs> you said you had a bad Cinemark screening. You want to talk about it next week? It was for uh, that movie. We're oh, was it? About okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, you want to name some wrestlers? I guess for name yeah. Oh, we wrestling just, game. Wrestling I game. I mean, you just skip this and say you win. No I mean, way, dude. All right. <laughs> you do just do it between y'all two. No, no, no. Let's go. Fuck. All right, Let's you go. won. Go ahead. Kevin Von Erich. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Rock. Ha ha. I said it and you didn't. Aren't yeah. you so fucking pissed? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Get pooped on. Get shit on. Nerd. Undertaker. Um. I'm going to go with Kane. Uh, Triple H. Rey Mysterio. Nice. Mistadio. Mistadio. Uh, Bro- Bork Laser. Brock Lesnar. Nice. <laughs> Please look up Bork Laser. It is the funniest <laughs> cartoon I've yeah. ever seen in my life. <laughs> CM Punk. Oh, I was like, where do you get? Uh, Sin Cara. Sin Cara. Sin Cara. Jesus, he sucked. Um... <laughs> Let me do fuck Shawn Michaels, the baby punter himself, Gene Spitzer. <laughs> That's Snitsky. not his name. Okay, whatever. I'm uh, gonna... Randy Orton. Randy Orton. All right. Um, AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Daniel Bryan. And you can't say. I'm out. Oh. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. Um. Shane McMahon. Um. Andre the Giant. Hulk Hogan. The Iron Sheik. Um, let's go with fucking... Why am I missing so many people right now? Uh, Kofi Kingston. Nice. Um, R-Truth. Ron Simmons. Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, <laughs> Autism engaged, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I watched wrestling for like a brief time when I lived with Josh, and that's all that's... Yeah, like you're just naming yeah. those wrestlers. Yeah. Like, Cara was like, dude, what? Yeah. Um, 
photographic memory. You're like simultaneously the smartest and dumbest. More person of a photogenic memory. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, everything looks good in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, uh, Ken Shamrock. Uh, oh fuck, is that the really really white Irish guy? No, fuck. I just gave you one. I can't even remember his name. Um. Oh fuck, who's the that guy? Fuck, what's his name? <laughs> I'm out. What is that guy's name, though? Santino. Yes! Santino Morella. Fucking funniest bit in all of wrestling. Fucking King Cobra. Yeah. Yeah, you remember this guy? Kinda. Where he would just, like, his hand was possessed by a snake or no, something. No, so, so he would pull, like, a, a snake, like, armband out of his thing, so he'd go, Ooh, and then he would set it up, like, uh, 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 like, <laughs> and strike you. <laughs> And then, like, it was it was a bit between the wrestlers to, like, sell it the hardest. Uh, it's so funny. And like, one, the most ridiculous thing in sell yeah, it the hardest. Yeah, and one guy did, like, a paralyzed, like... <laughs> like he, like, seized. He, he, he like, did the full arm thing. He's like... <laughs> All right, I win. It's fucking uh, JBL is my name. Did we say Dolph Ziggler? Is that guy, as Sheamus. As soon as, as soon as, oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, fucking John Cena, bro. John Nobody Cena. Fuck. But we, well, I we couldn't see him. him. Ah, this is fucking... Get I'm it. not here. Talk to me. I'm gone. <laughs> but it's like five minutes of this. Your Honor. <laughs> Where did he go? <laughs> Invisible. <laughs> what if John Cena wore camouflage? Then he really he's fucked. He well, cancels him. out. He, he did uh, camel shorts for a time. Yeah. So you really couldn't see him. <laughs> Thanks for listening to There Aren't So Many Movies. Check out Iron Claw. Five bucks a month on Patreon for bonus shit. B. Yoinging. Thumbnail. Bye. Bye. Um fucking buy shit Deja on our Vu. web store. Shout out to Deja Vu Studios. Later toads. It was Me? Money.